Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. If you've gone shopping when you're feeling stressed or sad, you may recall how your mood improved when you window shopped or bought something new. But does retail therapy really make you feel better? That's what we're unboxing today. Get it? Retail Uh, therapy? mm -hmm, Unboxing? mm -hmm. Okay. Well, despite my sad metaphor, (laughs) there's a lot of research around retail therapy, which is the practice of shopping to lift your mood or to celebrate without a true need. So we spent some time just researching what causes people to do this in the first place, because we all do it. I mean, if you're not doing it now, if you've kind of overcome this, you've done it before where you buy things that you don't need just because you're bored or you're sad or you're excited. Or you just happen to open up the Amazon app and there was $40 off earbuds. It's like they know. If you search for something and it goes on sale, they'll alert you just by having browsed that item. I get mm-hmm. alerts that says, hey, this item that you looked at is now on sale. You know, no. And it's like, it's $5 off. And no. The sad so, thing is that I've got in-ear monitors. I've got over-the-ear headphones. I've got earbuds. But I don't have wireless earbuds. Oh, yes. So, obviously, I need So, them. you're on the market for those. Well, we're going to talk about the aspects of it. So, like, what's the psychology behind it? What are some of the risks? And then how to overcome that if it is negatively impacting your life. So, yeah. we're going to start with that psychology. Um, you know, when you're sad, when you're stressed, often what you feel is a loss of control of something. Wait, so you're saying that in retail therapy, there's actually a psychology aspect to it? Yes. You can actually find information about this on WebMD. Which was interesting to me. I thought this would be more of like a social thing Mm -hmm. you'd find on like the typical, you know, social websites. But it was actually WebMD that we used for part of the research for this. And and the big thing that it talked about was you have a sense of control because you have decision making power in your mind. (laughs) Now, most of us would admit that when we're making these purchases, they're really impulse purchases. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know that there's a whole lot of control going on there. But people apparently feel a sense of control Mm -hmm. when they're making decisions to buy something. So that was one of the things that feeds this. Yeah, not going to lie. Whenever I got my earbuds in the (laughs) mail yesterday and I opened them, I was immediately like, I think Amazon got one over on me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of were like, oh. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you get it. And then you're like, yeah, I probably didn't really need these. Mm-hmm. But they're mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, but so. I'll use them. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, that's a big part of it. And then the next thing is the dopamine release. Okay, like the chemical. Yes, so the hormone that's linked to happy feelings. Mm-hmm. You get a release when you go to buy things. You're, you're excited about it. And what was interesting when I was researching this is that the biggest response you get for dopamine is actually mm-hmm. the anticipation of the good thing. So what? it's not actually when you receive it. So your example, when you got mm-hmm. the earbuds, it was kind of like, huh, okay, yeah, cool. But I bet you've been anticipating them for days. Well, yeah, I mean, especially because earbuds, wireless earbuds have been out on the market for a long time. And I'm typically the kind of person that... I don't get really new technology until like years down the line. Give them some time to work out the bugs kind of thing. Yeah. And (laughs) because they get better with time Mm -hmm. and cheaper. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking of. And I don't know, is that what it is? Like it's been like three, four, five years. I don't know how long it's been since they Mm -hmm. came out. But now that they've been out for so long, it's like, have I had a dopamine release that whole time? Like, or is it just from the moment that I saw them in the cart and then Mm -hmm. I gave myself a day to 
think, think about, about it, it. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then be like, okay, I guess I'm going to buy them. Yeah, so it's that once you've added it to cart, if you're doing this online, mm-hmm. from that point, or if you go to the store and you order it to have it delivered, from that point to the time it arrives is actually when you get the highest consistent dopamine response, supposedly. But dopamine is intended to get you to repeat behaviors that benefit you, mm-hmm. but it can also increase your ten- tendency to do something that's not good for you if you get a positive response from it right so that's that's the challenge there Mm, it's like a dog biting somebody and you giving them a treat exactly (laughs) exactly gotcha gotcha interesting didn't know about that so if, (laughs) if if we're getting all these positive impulses from buying things Mm -hmm. Right. Then, I, I mean, how can we help that out? Like what what's the response there? Like what, what does that imply about the psychology? Well, we're basically you're just it's like when you get hungry, you mm-hmm. eat, you feel full and then you mm-hmm. get hungry, you eat some more because you've told yourself when I'm hungry, I need to eat. Well, the other thing is that it distracts you mm-hmm. going shopping, looking for things online can okay. be a distraction from whatever's stressing you out. So. That can also be one of the reasons that people do this. Like when when they're having a bad day, they're going to go shopping just to not think about what's going on in their life or go spend some time with friends. Now, spending time with your friends going shopping is fine. Hmm. When you make impulse purchases, though, that may become a challenge for you. So that's and we'll get into the risks here in just a minute. But that's the challenge there. So that's what's going on in every rom-com when the girl gets broken up with and she goes shopping. Yes. Gotcha. That that's that's us. We and here's the thing: (laughs) if you're not feeling great about yourself, one thing I have learned: Mm -hmm. shoes always fit. Mm. So if I'm not feeling great about the rest of me, shoes always fit. Jewelry always fits. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So that's one of the things we do. And then there's the other side of this, which Mm -hmm. is celebration. Okay. I got a new job, or I had a great day, and you feel that elation, and you want to go celebrate. Mm. So yeah. those are kind of the reasons that t- people tend to lean towards retail I would therapy. Own that one for sure. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, that one fits. Something you. happens, and I'm like, okay, yeah, time to go out and splurge, or yeah, treat mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are the risks of retail therapy? Oh, I mean, I could see many, but obviously splurging on all the things that you really can't afford. Yes, um, and that, that was the key there of, of that, list. like splurging. There, we're going to talk about when it's okay to splurge, mm-hmm. but when you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. That's when you're you're getting into risky behavior. And that's just overspending. And a lot of people think, well, I don't go out and buy big things. I'm not buying $300 headphones or whatever. Mm-hmm. But overspending, even in small amounts, adds up. You know, right. when, I've, when I've had challenges in my budget, it's usually not that I'm going out and spending tons of money. It's that I'm eating out every single day mm-hmm. because I'm not planning. Or I'm doing little things that add up really quickly over time. I yep. think Dave Ramsey used to attack coffee. That was his big things. Like if you're going to Starbucks every day and you add that up for a year, you could save X number of dollars. I'm not saying you can't go to Starbucks, but if you find yourself doing it to the detriment of your budget, mm-hmm. that's when you need to throttle back. Yeah. I think we've probably traumatized a good amount of people about <laughs> coffee and every time they're driving up to Starbucks, they just feel ashamed. <laughs> and that's not what we're trying to do at all. But not you got to ask yourself, are your short term decisions jeopardizing your long term goals? Mm-hmm. Because decisions made in the moment, if they do blow up your budget, then that's really setting you up to not meet the other goals you have in your budget. Yeah. So think of it that way. Is, is the decision I'm making today a logical decision or am I putting my future goals at risk by doing this thing? The difficult part about that is that it's not always, it's not like we can always help that, right? Because there's, especially when online shopping, mm-hmm. right? There's such 
an element of impulsivity. Yes. Right? So it's like, how do you get in front of that? Well, when you, you think about like it, when I, you know, we've talked before about how I bought a bed frame in the middle of the night one time, right? Yeah, I think so. If I had to wait to go to a store the next day, mm-hmm. that impulse would have passed. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. But I was in the moment of an emotional, frustrating situation. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy another bed frame. And that way I can just set up. It was just stupid. Mm-hmm. But it was because it was so easy. And I think that's one of the challenges with our generation is that buying things is easy. And there's all these like buy now, pay later plans where you can buy it. And even when I'm buying things on Amazon, it'll say, hey, would you like to just pay this out over time? And you're only going to pay $10 a month. Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, I can afford $10 a month without realizing what you're actually doing, which is taking on a short term loan. And we because of the resources we have that we've researched saying that people are doing this for everyday items. People are using these types of things to buy laundry detergent or eggs. Yes. So Mm -hmm. when you think about how that impulsivity is being rewarded, it breeds more impulsivity. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about your finances, impulsivity is not your friend. Right. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, anytime that you get that urge, you're, you know that it's so easy to just open up the app, put it in the cart and buy it. Yes. And I think when you when you build that muscle, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're going to feed is what's going to grow. Yeah. So if you're not building the muscle of consistent, wise financial choices, not that every choice is going to be great because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have moments. Everybody does. <laughs> but when you build a habit of poor choices, it adds up really fast. OK, so we've talked about how the, the these bad habits, you know, get get built and the thing is bad habits are pretty easy to build up. So Mm -hmm. how do you overcome that retail therapy bad habit? So one thing you can do is plan for it. If Mm -hmm. you know that you're, you know, you like to be spontaneous, you Mm -hmm. know that from time to time you want to be able to just splurge on something, plan a special savings account for that. And then when you Mm -hmm. do splurge, stay within that savings accounts balance. Don't overspend, Mm -hmm. but just we, one of our teammates calls it plan spontaneity He keeps a specific surplus account just for the ability to say, you know what, I'm going to go on a vacation and, you know, next weekend I'm going to go down to Memphis or I'm going to go over Mm -hmm. to Nashville. Are you talking about me? uh, No, I was talking about Scott. But yes, if you do that, too, that's great. Um, But it's it's a mindset shift. Yeah. So your plan can your plan for this spontaneity account. Right. Mm -hmm. That whole time you're saving, knowing that you have this money set aside. Guess what you're doing? You're getting that dopamine response. True. And it's going to encourage you to keep doing it. True. And then when you get to go do the fun thing, there's another splurge of dopamine. So you're getting that positive dopamine response to encourage you to keep doing that thing, which mm-hmm. is saving, then buying. Yeah. And you know what I would say about that? Because, I mean, I know that Scott does that too. And um, But whenever I do save that money and I have that in, in my travel budget or in my travel savings account, it it kind of helps me to be a little bit more decisive i guess mm-hmm. or selective i, I guess mm-hmm. is the right word about which travel trip or which trip i want to go on mm-hmm. and because okay i, I know that i've worked for this money and mm-hmm. i want to maximize my enjoyment of that money so yeah it also helps me i've been to disney twice with my kids mm-hmm. one time i prepaid for everything this is back when they still had the meal plans and everything mm-hmm. and so i was able to prepay for everything except for like if we wanted to buy something in a store And then the second time I went, I didn't have that option because they had gotten rid of the meal plans, things like that. So we weren't staying on park. We were trying to be a little more cost effective because my family was larger at this point. Mm -hmm. My enjoyment of the prepaid trip 
versus my enjoyment of the trip where we didn't was absolutely different. Mm-hmm. On the prepaid trip, I basically was able to hand my kids a little Visa card and be like, hey, as long as you don't spend, you know, this is your budget, this is what you've got. And I was able to splurge and feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I had had to come home to a bill for that second one made it a lot harder for me to feel excited about the different things we were doing. Right. So it absolutely makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and, and the real thing is you just got to stay in budget. And if you don't have one, start there. Mm-hmm. And then window shop. The research says you get the same dopamine response as actually buying the item. So if you find something you like, that's when you start that plan spontaneity. If you find something Mm -hmm. you like, plan for it in your budget. And then when you have the cash, go buy it. Yeah. And talking about the budget, you know, uh, we obviously talk about it a lot. But, you know, this is this is when if you're looking at your budget and you're seeing that every month, right, you don't know where all your money went. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if you take a look at it and you break it out between all the different categories, you know, what what essentially you're trying to get at is to where all of your, um, you know, home expenses and then your your necessary expenses, you know, those come out to what would you say about, you know, 50, 60 percent of your mm-hmm. income. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the rest of it you can allocate to whether it be retirement savings or, you know, saving for your emergency funds, mm-hmm. right? You know, and uh, this is why budgeting is so important is because it'll allow you to see, okay, how much can you afford to, to really put aside each month to that travel savings? So if that's, mm-hmm. you know, $50, well, great. You know, if that's, you know, 5% of your income, then great. But if that's something that's important to you, then, you know, make sure to, to make room for it in the budget. Yeah. And when you're doing that planning, you'll find where your traps are. You'll find mm-hmm. the places that you tend to impulse buy. For me, we've talked about, you know, Amazon is definitely somewhere I can impulse buy. So I have to be careful there. But also Academy or oh, yeah. like Dick's, those places that are sports supply stores, because mm-hmm. I have lots of kids that play sports. That is dangerous. And then Sam's Club. I convince myself I'm saving money, but I'm buying 600 of something. So it still costs a lot. You know? yeah, so yeah. if you just need four rolls of toilet paper, maybe buying 30 is not the plan. Right, yeah. um, you know, But doing your budget helps you find those places that you tend to splurge by accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime that I'm looking at my budget, I've got like these little trend lines and I just see them spike up and mm-hmm. I can tell pretty much with 100% certainty that all of those spikes are whenever I get these alerts about concerts and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yep. So when money's tight for me. you, avoiding Ticketmaster would be the best plan is what exactly. I'm hearing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the last thing we would say as far as overcoming this habit is getting help for the real challenges you're facing. You know, if you're having just financial, purely financial challenges, then a financial advisor can help coach you through those. But if your challenges are emotional in nature or you've got some sort of trauma that creates this, mm-hmm. seeing a therapist will help you deal with it so that it's not going to continue to be so overpowering in your life. Definitely. Yeah. The it's, mental health aspect of it is very real. And I can't, can't say enough about getting that help to make mm-hmm. sure that your finances aren't suffering from it. But our, as far as our two cents here, I would say that the thrill of today can become the regret of tomorrow if you're not careful. So if you find that retail therapy is negatively impacting your finances, really take some time to implement some of these strategies that Mm -hmm. we've talked about today. Yeah. And remember, your past does not determine your future. You have the power and the ability to make changes that can positively impact your future. And and maybe if you're feeling stressed today and you've got that impulse to go buy something, just go window shopping. Give yourself, you know, the opportunity to just go look and maybe take a walk. But don't put those things in your cart and make them affect your budget. Mm -hmm. We thank you guys so much for joining us on Talking Sense today. If you have some strategies that work for you that we didn't list, we'd love for you to tell us what those are. 
And join us on our next episode when we talk about winning the car buying experience. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Walt team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or you can call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Jim Walt Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.